Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. It's Hammer and Friends, really. <laughs> I mean, it's become that, right? Uh, Guy Relford's filling in for Big Nige today. And let's go to the hotline right now and bring on our friend Tommy Piggott. He is the RNC Rapid Response Director. Tommy, let's get right into it here. The war in Israel. We all see it. We've seen a lot of the horrific photos that are making their way around social media. How do you think the Biden administration is handling what's going on? Well, I think first and foremost, we need to say as often and loudly as possible that we stand with Israel, that we condemn these atrocities that Hamas is committing, that we need to call out those that back Hamas, such as Iran. And I think it's on that final point where especially the Biden administration has failed to really respond to this appropriately. They have failed to call out Iran. They have failed to call out the largest state sponsor of terror. It's pretty clear from any sort of good faith analysis of this that Iran is responsible for these attacks in the sense that Hamas would not be Hamas without their backing. Uh, And so we need to take action to make sure that Iran cannot keep funding these terrorist activities, cannot keep attacking our allies. And it starts with that $6 billion that Biden unfroze last month. And so far, they have refused to take concrete action to make sure Iran can't keep funding terrorism. Right. Concrete action is the key word here, because we heard that they were going to freeze that. But until I see the action, the actual freezing of it is just lip service, right? Exactly. Well, first of all, when I saw that, it was reported as quietly agreed to freeze that money. Why quietly? Why not make a loud statement? Why not say loudly as possible that this is unacceptable that Iran is acting like this? Iran, the largest state sponsored terror, unacceptable. We're going to take action to keep that money flowing to Iran. Why, Why can't they take action to stop that money loudly and clearly? And then on top of that, it was reported today that, so right now the funds are in a Qatari bank based off of my understanding, and it was reported by Qatari officials, that there was no agreement to freeze the money. So the Biden administration's whole argument against taking that concrete action is that they can refreeze the money at any time. And then the obvious question is, well, if that's true, why don't they? And it's not just the $6 billion that they're refusing to refreeze publicly and clearly. It's also the fact that they are failing to enforce oil sanctions against Iran, which has allowed Iran to accrue billions of dollars in order to keep on funding Hamas and other terrorists. And I can't I, I don't think we should lose sight of the true barbarity of Hamas, the true evil of Hamas. And the fact that Biden's really not willing to go after those that back Hamas shows that he's not acting appropriately in terms of supporting Israel and really taking action against terrorism. Well, uh, Tommy, to your last point, and this is Guy, um, it seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but there really are two central messages here I think that, that we should be hearing loud and, and clear from the RNC, and that is that it, exactly as you just spelled out, the, the Biden administration response to the Hamas atrocities is, is underwhelming at best. But secondly, is that without the perception of an incredibly weak leader in the U.S. White House today, it's very likely that we would have never seen these atrocities to begin with. With. And and I, I, I absolutely believe that, and I think that's a key message that we also have to be focused on. Well, I think that to that point, one of Joe Biden's legacy, if not the defining legacy of this administration, 
is going to be chaos on the world stage. That's exactly under right. Joe Biden, yeah, under Joe Biden, we saw Afghanistan fall to the Taliban. We saw Russia invade Ukraine. We see China on the march, emboldened, menacing Taiwan. We see Hamas launching attacks on Israel. We see Iran openly saying they're going to use money that it was unfrozen by this administration to fund more terrorism, openly saying that, and Biden is doing nothing. The, the chaos that we're seeing, the weakness that we are seeing from this administration is emboldening our enemies, making us less safe, and it's also connected to energy production in the border. We have an administration that won't even defend our border, won't even take action against cartels that are menacing Americans every day, while at the same time refuses to unleash American energy so we have another bargaining chip when it comes to we don't need to rely on energy sources from our adversaries. We don't have another bargaining chip to say we're going to make sure that Iran can't profit off of oil. If we unleashed American energy, we'd be in such a stronger position. And Biden is so uh, indebted or so dedicated to the far left, he's refusing to do that. And it's really endangering uh, the American people by not unleashing American energy. Tommy Piggott is our guest. He's the RNC Rapid Response Director. You can see some of his work on the Twitter handle at RNC Research. So, Tommy, I'm going to play a soundbite for you here in just a moment. I want to get your reaction. And what we're seeing right now from a lot of the liberal national media, which, if we're being honest, is the majority of national media, I would say probably 80 to 90 percent lean very left. We've seen MSNBC go out of their way to not call this a terrorist attack. But Nikki Haley, former U.N. Uh, you know, secretary and running for president, she spoke about what we're about to see from not only the attack from the Israelis, the counterattack, the ground attack, and how brutal it's going to be, but the way that the American liberal media is going to cover it. I'm going to play you this soundbite, and I want to get your reaction afterwards. We have to completely eliminate Hamas, but what I want the American people to remember is we've seen the images, and as horrific as they are, and as heartbreaking as all of this is, we are saying right now, eliminate Hamas. I can tell you because it happened all the time at the U.N., when they start that ground game, when Israel starts to move in to eliminate Hamas further, you're going to have all these other countries and you're going to have Americans say, you need to show constraint. You need to be able to pull back. No, they need to eliminate Hamas. We are supporting Israel now because they've been hit. But the more important part is we have to support them when they hit back as well. Don't tell them to stop. They saw too much death. They saw too much destruction. And Hamas will do it again. We have to eliminate them, regardless of how they try and intimidate us. And we have to remember the reason we have Israel's back is because it's not that we need, that Israel needs America. America needs Israel. They're the front line of defense to this jihad terrorism. And that the next thing they want is America. And we should never be so arrogant to think that we don't need friends. And Tommy, I'm glad Nikki Haley got out in front of that because it's coming, because the Israelis are not here to play around. And once they officially go all in, this thing is going to get really bad really fast. And I think we all know what's going to happen with a lot of left-leaning media. I think she's exactly right. And in fact, as you mentioned, we're already seeing that in left-wing media. We're seeing that on college campuses. We're seeing really horrific anti-Semitic rallies from the far left on colleges, uh, people that have been elected to local governance, uh, rallies in states across the country, these anti-Semitic protests, if that's even the word for them, already trying to condemn Israel, trying to blame Israel. It's really unacceptable. We're already seeing that. And we're seeing a refusal 
again, from Joe Biden and others to really condemn this strongly enough to come out and say it's not acceptable that we have members in the Democratic caucus that are members of the Democrat Socialists of America, a group that is out there putting statements out that are blatantly anti-Semitic blaming Israel for this when Israel is the victim, that Israel is defending themselves. It's so unacceptable that we're already seeing that from the left. It's only going to intensify. I think she's exactly right, Nikki Haley is, to point that out, to say that we need to have Israel's back. And I think it's also important to remember that this is not the first time that Hamas has even attacked Israel. We're talking about a history of of, of barbarism from Hamas, and it's time and and it's appropriate for Israel to defend itself. They have every right to defend themselves and protect their, uh, their citizens and civilians. Tommy, additional question for me, and that is that you know here we're 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 realizing that there's this National Day of Jihad, National Day of Rage, has been called by Hamas, and you know by the grace of God, I haven't seen anything horrific happen in the U.S., and I hope that continues. At the same time, do you think the level of anxiety um, that Americans feel on a day like this, when that's been uh, called for, you know, essentially a call for violence here uh, and elsewhere in the world, would we have the same level? of anxiety if we hadn't had completely open borders for the last two years? Because I just saw a report that, you know, Border Patrol reports that they've had over, you know, over, uh, people from over 100 different nationalities that they've encountered crossing the border uh, into the U.S., the southern border, and and, and, and including, you know, Syrians and and, and, and many, many others uh, from from countries that we know uh, have large factions that oppose the U.S. and, and have uh, threatened violence against the U.S. It seems to me the immigration policy factors right in to this entire discussion as well. I think it does, and it goes to the point of how the left has not been telling the truth about the national security threat that is posed at the border. I mean, there's, of course, a humanitarian disaster, but the national security element of this should not and must not be lost. We're talking about millions of people that are crossing the border, millions of people that are being released into this country. And as I saw Marco Rubio put it recently, even if a small portion of that number has malintent towards this country, that's still a huge number of people. That is a huge number of people that we're letting into this country. And I think you're exactly right to point out the illegal immigrants from special interest countries, which are countries that have conditions that are either pose national security threat or promote terrorism. Uh, We have no ability, according to Border Patrol, to vet those people because we don't have documents to vet against. We can't vet somebody if we have no information on them and they're being released into this country. And on top of that, it's not even that's not even talking about the one point five million Godaways who have crossed the border and escaped into the U.S. without being apprehended or encountered. It's just escaped. We have no idea where they are. We have no idea what their intentions are. The only thing we know is that they purposely were trying to avoid being captured, which it would be naive to assume that there was not at least a portion of those people that meant to do Americans harm. So it really is a concern. And I think it also points to this broader concern that we have under Joe Biden's leadership of a president who's weak, a president who's refusing to stand up to our adversaries, a president who's refusing to call on Democrats to enforce the law when it comes to cities across the country that's refusing to enforce the law at the border. It's creating this condition of uncertainty. And I pray to God that nothing happens. But we need a Republican president. We need Republican policy that say we're going to enforce the law. We're going to secure our border and we're going to support our allies. Tommy Pickett, RNC Rapid Response Director. Check out some of his work at RNC Research. Tommy, great stuff. We'll do it again next Friday. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.